0: Welcome everyone to Heroes of Gaming, the podcast channel that talks with the people who make the games we love. Amongst the list of those heroes, we are proud to welcome in each season of our podcast, some of those people in the first wave of video game content absorption, such as analysts, reviewers, mega fans, and content creators. So from that amazing pool of unique Imagineers, This week, our hero is an incredibly talented variety streamer whose skills and interest spread widely across the digital and real-world entertainment landscape, creating content in many subjects such as fashion, relationship advice, topical issue conversation, Korean rap, sports, movies, and of course, video games. Online, he goes by the moniker It's The Go, and his online persona is one of positivity, humor, and chill vibes. For all of us out there trying to navigate the waters of social media, we can all take a lesson from the life and times of Ernie Kim, aka It's The Go. We first met him through another powerfully talented content creation team called All Ages of Geek. So Ernie, what made you so
1: comfortable with this group? I mean, I think all ages of geek. It kind of aligns with like what my interests are. Like especially nowadays. Before I used to be really heavily on sports, and so I used to be an athlete growing up. So like throughout high school and even like middle school and high school, I was like, when all this kind of like anime, video game stuff, I'm like, oh, you know, like I'll stay away from it because I have like kind of like that reputation as an athlete where i can't be doing that kind of stuff it's like kind of like quote unquote nerdy right too nerdy yeah so i had to like kind of uphold that image of a jock right and then towards like end of high school going into college it felt like acclimated into the anime or video game scene i'm kind of thinking like oh wait this is something that is not as lame as like people made it to be and on top of that i actually really enjoy it now it's more so embracing that identity whereas before it's kind of like I was rejecting it. I'm like, oh no, I this is not me. I'm like, I'm I'm supposed to be an athlete, you know. I'm like one of the top. I'm like the top at the school. And like I made the basketball wow. team and everything, and, but now it's like I, I could care less about branding, like imaging, like from other people. It's just more so like, okay, I'm gonna be myself. People don't like me for me, then that's up to them. But I, I don't think I'm at that phase anymore, where I'm like, oh, I have to become like this people pleaser, like uphold this reputation that I had before. Whereas like before, it was everything reputation. Wow.
0: Well, that's incredible. Wow. What what an incredible journey that's <laughs> uh, that that you've had. That, that's a it's a character arc in itself. That's yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. So uh, what did you you started in? in this kind of jock mentality,
1: but what sports did you play? Was it just basketball or so um started off at soccer when I was like five and then played up until sixth or seventh grade. And with soccer I had a little I had more success in soccer than like any other sport that I played by just quit because I had a love for basketball in middle school. Mm. But in soccer I was like getting recruited to play for like club teams and here and there like at like fifth or sixth grade, like playing for academy teams and whatnot. But I switched to basketball in middle school, played um, all throughout high school. And then in high school, I played a little bit of football. So it's like those stereotypical American sports where I think you yeah. like watching like movies or TV shows, like quote unquote jocks. Those are the ones that everyone thinks <laughs> of like. Right. And they're like a player on the basketball, varsity basketball team or a varsity football team or right. stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. That's
0: incredible, though. I mean, you must be a really talented athlete to be able to, to jump from those different sports.
1: Do you still um, play them or I play more for fun? Obviously, I play more for fun now. I mean, yeah. I was nowhere close to being like a professional or division one or anything, but more so, I think. These days, I've been enjoying watching professional sports more. It's just appreciation of the game rather Mm. than actually, like, obviously playing is still fun, but I think there's just something about pros where you can appreciate. Like the professional level and understand the game a little
0: bit more. So. Right, and you know the training and like the the concentration, the strategy, all that g- that goes into it. Yeah, oh, that's amazing, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So, so what drew you to the all ages of geek? Well, I mean, really, kind of this crowd, right? Yeah. The nerd geek crowd. Does it relate to sports at all? Like community, or maybe even because I played sports when I was when I was younger. I actually, played basketball as well. Yeah. I love basketball. Right. Yeah. I mean, huge Chicago Bulls fan. You know huge Pistons fan you know I'm i
1: I'm a huge Bulls fan too oh nice <laughs> I'm never from Chicago but
0: I just like the Bulls oh they're incredible right like and I was you know I went to um I went to the games when Jordan was there when he was oh, wow. playing with Pippen and uh, yeah Hor- and yeah, Horace Grant and, and everybody when they got Dennis Rodman from the Pistons it was like it was insane. And so yeah. I was, I was part of that whole generation that followed that game. And it was, it was amazing. So I fell in love with basketball as well, you know, like yeah. the, you know iconic legends and sports heroes and things like that. I look at also these heroes in video games, right? I look at the, the characters in video games and in, in anime, I'm looking at like Goku who's training in the time capsule, you know, and I'm like, Oh man, like, you know, he's, he's getting ripped and he's, he's exercising all the time, but it's kind of like what we do in the gym or in the, so I, I got this like respect for these, these animes and these martial arts and all that stuff. And that kind of, I don't know, that dovetailed my interest into this culture, you know, and, and to all this amazing, amazing universes and worlds and characters. (laughs) Was
1: it, was it similar for you? It wasn't more so like anything with like Relating it back to sports, I think for me personally, it was always growing up. I was always playing video games. So, like, my very first system was a Nintendo 64. So, <laughs> nice. this nice. is like, this is very way back then. It started off with me playing games like Super Smash, the original Super Smash, right? Um, playing like Godzilla. I think there was a Mario Kart or something like that, Mario <laughs> Party or something like that. <laughs> yes, so was, I, was yeah. playing, I was playing like those games, and then eventually, I bought my first, like, quote unquote. Modern game system was the GameCube. The GameCube, it was playing Super Smash Bros Melee, a lot of Mario Party, all this kind of stuff. Going on to like PC. This is like when PC like just started getting introduced, and like gaming was like a still foreign subject then. Right, especially but. competitive gaming. <clears throat> you know? Exactly. Yeah, and it was more so like me playing like Maple Story. And then obviously on Game Boy, I would play a lot of Pokemon. It wasn't like all of a sudden when I started streaming, it's like, oh, I just started playing video games. I played it my entire life. It's just like I said, I kind of rejected that side of me, especially when I like got really involved with sports because like where I was from, and I'm sure a lot of other areas are the same way, but are you making like a basketball team? Are you making like a football team? That's essentially saying to like people like, hey, you're not as lame as other people think you are. And on top of that, like, you're viewed as, like, quote-unquote popular. And that, for me, was, like, the biggest thing. I wanted to get popularity within, like, just get that recognition within the school because I went to a predominantly white school. So there were very few Asians far and few. There was, like, Asians far and few between. Like, it would make about, like, 2% of the whole school population. Oh, wow. And majority of the Asian kids that went to my school, they would always, you know, talk about the animes, the video games, you know, they're, like, really smart and all that. But I was, like, thinking, why can't I be smart but then also play sports at the same time? Right, right. right. I eventually was like, all right, I'm not gonna get involved with the Asian kids here. I'm just gonna get involved with the white kids and build my popularity up, you know, crack a few jokes here and there, make the team. (laughs) Right. And I think one... It was like, it was during that too, like when you're in middle school, you still don't know who you are and you're still kind of like going through all these changes. Totally. So, and middle school and high school more so too, like it's just me completely rejecting my true, like what I really like. The reason why I like came to All Ages Geek is um, actually because um, one of the founders was looking for more writers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were saying like something about like you can write about, anime video games and all this stuff and i'm thinking well i have a pretty good grasp on video games and i have a pretty good grasp on anime why not like give this a shot because i actually really liked writing it's just i hated it in high school because they made us write about like topics that like honestly i could care less like they made us read like tens and twenty tens and tens of books and i'm like looking at this and i'm like I'll never read this. I wrote like, I would just spark note it and then kind of just like hope for the best on these exams. Whenever you get tested on them.
0: Yeah. Same, 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 same. same. But like when I see you make tier lists and Valorant, I mean, you're like a professor up there, man. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm going to class. I'm going to school with
1: that stuff. But it's like, like, it's like, it's like if they give me something that I I want to talk about, that's where you, that's where I feel like my creativity really kind of, spreads and a lot of that creativity like really stemmed from me like going into music at a young age so like Mm. i like so music as well that's incredible yeah so like (laughs) kind of going like a little back is that yeah there's always been like a creative side to me that's another thing that i never really embraced while i was playing sports and that was because like i said upholding that reputation i had i had started playing cello when i was like five and up until i was 19 that's when i stopped i was really looking at music to begin with and then eventually that kind of died down and i went to fashion and then the pandemic kind of started that put everything to a halt totally yeah and then nowadays because of the pandemic too i realized like fashion isn't something that i really liked it's kind of more in that content creation, streaming, that kind of space where I think nowadays where I'm in a, in a spot where I'm like, okay, this is this is what I really want. I think with all ages, the key to kind of tying it all back together is that one, it's not just like saying, oh, if you like anime, you like video games, right? All it's this a stuff is huge, multiple categories. Yeah, it's just like you're creative too. Like if you're creative, you know, you wanna you know, like collaborate or like look at inspiration here, then like, it's also a great, like great place too. Like the pe the community is for sure supportive. I mean, I know one of the founders, like of all ages like personally, because she and I were like very good friends. It's just kind of seeing like how everything ties together. And it's not, it doesn't matter about where your background is or like anything. It's like, if you like this stuff, Okay, we're cool with you. Like you're you're welcome here. That yeah, yeah. It's it's
0: very inclusive, very accepting. I, uh, you know, I I've been um emailing and messaging, and and since uh, we've been in great communication with the two ladies, and they are so accepting, so wonderful, open to to reading things, you know, absorbing content, looking at stuff. It's it's really really great, and I feel yeah. very welcomed in the in the community. I I think what what you're saying is amazing. I mean, because you're you're this renaissance. Renaissance, man, you you have all these skills. Uh, cello? That's that. That's like one of the hardest instruments ever. <laughs> that's incredible. That's that's awesome. So like, um, so you have all these skills, but yeah, I think that's where you belong in content creation because if you're so good in in all these different avenues because some people you know they just like drill down and they're like they become like the world's best cellist or whatever if you've got so many skills you've got so much to give the world you gotta go for the content creation man
1: that's you I you're at where you're at that. i appreciate the kind of words i never thought of it like that i was just kind of like oh man maybe i'm just like a jack-of-all-trades when i sort of was not <laughs> well, <laughs> i, think it well, was I, I
0: mean i mean the way that i see it is you're a jack-of-all-trades master of one, which is the content creation, you know, and that. Uh. W- that one is, is, you know, you creating that, that universe. I mean, every time I go into Twitch, <laughs> I go on your channel, it's like, everybody's like happy, welcome, excited. It's just, I don't know, man, that's, that's, that's the environment you create. So I want to be around yeah. people like that. You know, it's good stuff. I, I was going to ask you also about your Twitch channel. How long
1: have you been doing Twitch since the beginning? So or with, what? <laughs> So Twitch for me, um, I started end of October of 2020 so it's been about over a year now um but if you take away the time that i like took mental breaks and there are like periods of time where i would take like two month breaks and everything so in totality like i start like technically speaking, i started october 2020 the amount of time that i've streamed it would be about a little less than a year i would say um and the main reason like I'm, oh, I'm pretty, I think you might be asking this, but um, the main reason why like, I started Twitch streaming yeah. um, is that I had started off on TikTok originally because of the pandemic. <clears throat> I was uh, originally a fashion stylist and um, like i work working as a freelance. So I was working like with magazines, ads, like Nike. I was supposed to work with like Nike, Adidas, Canada Goose. Wow. And be like the head stylist for them for like their upcoming like poster ads. That's incredible. But then, and I was also working New York Fashion Week. But then literally after New York Fashion Week, that's when New York got hit with the lockdown. So everything that I had was completely gone. So at that point, I was kind of working with like no income. Yeah. So I figured if I'm still like interested, or like I'm still I still need to do something, right? And TikTok was at that point like growing, live users were using it and so i figured you know i might as well give this a shot and that became the catalyst for me like realizing how this is this content creating space is like pretty cool i think i always wanted to do it but i never like necessarily found in because you know if you try to go on youtube you know you need like a good camera a good mic you need all the good stuff totally yeah i didn't have the money to be buying expensive gear like that so I was like, oh, I'll go into TikTok and I just use my phone and just report things. And that turns out, you know, some people, like a lot of people liked it. And <laughs> Tens so, of
0: thousands of people it. Yeah,
1: that. so that kind of in like started the ball rolling for me kind of going into content creating. But what really got me into Twitch was after you hit like a thousand followers on TikTok, that's when they'll allow you to go live on the app and then you connect with your followers there as i was doing these lives after i would say a couple months of doing it i started getting very bored and tired of it because it's just repetitive same stuff over and over again right i'm sitting in front of my phone talking with people and then after a while it kind of it's like i can i'm providing them entertainment but then what am i am i necessarily enjoying it myself not really right so i figured like, I, I'm still not working at that point. So, why not give Twitch streaming a try? I decided to jump into streaming. And then from there, that really, like, everything kind of clicked. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow, this is like, this is something that I really like. And this is like really cool. I get to like interact with people, but then I still get the game. And then there's more things for me to talk about rather than me preparing like this whole list of things where I have to say, like, oh, all right I'd like this time i have to talk about this and then like after we talk about this i'm gonna transition to this question like i think with tiktok lives it felt more so i had to prepare like kind of like a podcast right right, right, right. Um, whereas twitch streaming is kind of like yes i still have to do some preparation but it feels more so oh okay i can kind of freestyle <laughs> do my own thing but then yeah people are still gonna like vibe with it as long as i'm like entertaining or like you know they're 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 enjoying it so I think that's where that's where like the whole Twitch streaming journey
0: started. Oh, that's fantastic! Just your instincts into like what's next or what to what to talk about or even the games to play. It's just like people vibe with it. It's great. You you bring a great environment to be around. So I, I think it's you're on the right track.
1: Totally, uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> totally, you know, um, that's great. It's like I think it's also a whole learning curve. I've, yeah, I've like understood about it um, when it comes to just like streaming and everything too i mean it, it's like a similar situation where like unlike you i didn't i didn't have like an amazing podcast like I, I started one time briefly but it kind of like ended because I, I got too busy and i was like putting too much on my plate but uh like what i what i started learning is that like especially because on twitch the growth potential is it, it, it's there but you have to do a lot of outside promotion out of like either Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then for me, I just rarely used Instagram. And then I rarely used Twitter. TikTok, I kind of just stopped using because it blew my mind as to how many stupid people were on the app. <laughs> right. It was, yeah. It's just, it's just like stuff like that. But I think like back to more so now, I'm kind of like back into that whole thing. But it's like me still trying to navigate through everything because... At the end of the day, like the hardest thing is like feeling like I have to do all these different avenues, but then not necessarily focusing on one and right. mastering that and then like kind of branching off again. Right. So it's just more so like, okay, I'll do it here. I'll do it here. I'll do it here. Or just trying to find like a good balance with all of them at the same time. That's like my biggest struggle with it, what I've seen for myself recently. Yeah. I don't know if you feel that way with it. <laughs> That's but. exactly how I feel. I, I don't know how you know I don't know what to put into what
0: and how much to time to put into what, but I, I wanted yeah. to a- I wanted to ask you, um, what is next for your universe? Are you just gonna be heading down the content creation road and see where it leads you? Or are you thinking like, you know, any type of expansion on your Twitch channel, getting into different games or anything like that? Um so
1: with my whole channel it's kind of like a quote unquote variety I'm like a variety streamer so right. I don't necessarily focus in on one game I mean obviously like there's some default games I'll go to like Valorant or Pokemon or all that but I yeah. I'm willing to play like a lot of different games um ideally like for me I would like to hope eventually um sometime down the road as I continue streaming to become like a content creator for like a esport organization. So like the big ones, like NRG and yeah. hundred thieves, like TSM, one of those companies that, um, that are like, they have like this brand recognition and that could like help further expand my career, but then also help me provide me with like new opportunities with that um ideally right now like my whole thing is to build my brand image for now and then eventually when i start like opening like my own like let's say business or something i can use like that kind of brand image i created and then still be able to apply other places um Yeah, that's kind of like the moving forward as of right now. Obviously, like I have like this five year, 10 year plan, but yeah, at the same time, um, my whole thing is, uh, with 2022 is just to hopefully hit Twitch partnership, but that probably won't happen anytime soon. But it's just one of those things where, um, this year especially, I do expect a lot of great things out of myself. I have a, and I mentioned this on my streams a lot, but like I feel like 2022 is a year where I genuinely do believe that it's going to be a very good year for me. um, Just because of kind of like the work I was putting at the end of last year and it's carrying over to this year where I feel like, okay, the good energy is coming towards the end of 2021 and it's going to carry over moving forward. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I I'm sending those vibes as well <laughs> that that you have the best year of your thank life. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think I think everybody's on the come up now, you know. I think I think we're all going to do that, you know. Show you can uppercut, you know, trying to get that big that big 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 win. Um I I think that I, I mean, you know, I think you're you're you have such a magnetic personality. I think that you oh, have thank you. But you also have your, your skill sets are in so many avenues. I mean, yeah. I mean, these companies are missing out, not scooping you up right now. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is, this is great, man. This is
1: exciting. I think, I think, um, I think um, sorry for cutting you off. Yeah, let's go ahead. A, a very big step for me, honestly is the fact that again, I'm not just saying this because I'm on the podcast, but like being able to feature on your podcast, like I had never featured on a podcast up until then. I was kind of like hosting, bringing people on, all that kind of stuff. But I think for myself, for as a first time being a guest, that for me is probably like one of the biggest things that I've seen for myself. Where I was like, oh, this year is going to be good.
0: And when you say your brand, that's an interesting question here, because like what is what is essentially your brand? Is it your name? Is it your tag? Is it your style? What, what, what would be is it all is it all of it?
1: I think if we, if I like sum it up all together, it's just like my brand is very much like positive but crude humor type of brand. So, um, a lot of initially when I first started, I was like thinking like, oh, I should build my brand off of like fashion, being like the guy who knows a lot about fashion, guy who worked in the fashion industry. But, As I, like, started streaming, I started realizing for myself personally, like, I'm not enjoying that as much as I thought I would. I thought I only, like, I only enjoyed it because I enjoyed the success that I was seeing of it. But as a person myself, like, it just didn't click with me where I'm like, oh, like, this is something I truly can hold on to and carry on with the rest, like, moving forward. I think that realization more so came I would say earlier, like, this year or end of last year, um, kind of going into that crude humor space because I would always like to joke around. And it's, like, nothing to, like, anyone... Like, I'm not trying to, like, demean anyone or offend anyone with, like, my jokes or anything. But my jokes sometimes would be kind of dirty where I'll be like, oh, like, oh, yeah, these nuts or you're, like, all these kinds of things. But, like, people in my chat, my community they don't take offense to it and more so it's like people are seeing me do it and then now they're doing it to me and I think it's like a good balance and then for myself it's like oh well like I actually kind of click with this like I like I like having like good fun people I like to bring positive energy to them but at the same time I like to joke around with them in these kind of ways and I think now nowadays people are kind of like associating me with that kind of thing and that for me has kind of been like my quote-unquote brand image granted that's like it's not like oh i'm gonna stick with this but as of right now that's the way i see it obviously like i still want to be someone that's like positive and like inspiring and all this kind of stuff which i still think i am hopefully i'm doing a good job with totally yeah but um I, i still like i think the that's the other thing too that i started realizing is that a lot of people like i think when i was like younger i didn't like it when people looked up to me because i had a very troubled past like i had a very troubled past like when Mm. people say like oh you know i look up to you that kind of thing i'm like no you really shouldn't look up to me because i messed up a lot and like this is what you shouldn't be like watching me do but nowadays like I started realizing for myself and like for people that like actually do like genuinely look up to me. It's like, the reason why I went through these past experiences is so like I could like show them like, Hey, I went through this, I overcame it. Like you can do it too. That kind of thing. And just kind of like be that inspiration for other people. That's like my biggest thing. I think like, that's a, like in the end goal, I would say I want to inspire as many people and be a positive influence on them. So obviously, like even if they pop into my stream once, but then afterwards they watch and they're like, oh, I have to like do this. Cause like he's so this is how he is. I feel like I did my job right. Like granted, it'd be great, like if I had a hundred people watching me, but at the same time, even if it's like for a split second and someone got inspired, then I feel like I did my job. So <laughs>
0: That's, that's, that's a really beautiful sentiment. And you're, I mean, I tell you, you inspire me. So like, you know, mission accomplished already. Yeah. So like, you know, it's, it's, you already got one, uh, one big fan on this side. So, oh, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, that's terrific. And I was hoping that, that maybe, um, I could ask you just a few like kind of lightning round questions. You yeah, know? for sure. For is sure. that, is that all right?
1: Yeah. yeah okay. Good. What is the best video game you've ever played? best video game I've ever played. I would say Pokemon Emerald. That was like the first Pokemon game I thoroughly enjoyed. Ah, Emerald, So That's like So I had played um, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Yellow, and then Silver, Gold, on like all the Game Boy card games. Right. God, Fire Red, and I was like, oh, you know, still cool. But I think Emerald was like the first quote unquote groundbreaking Pokemon game for me because up until then, the Pokemon would never move whenever you, like, encounter them into the wild, or, like, you would fight, like, trainers. Right. Or, like, when they evolved, they just kind of stand still. But then in Emerald, there was, like, little movements that they made. And that, for me, was so mind... that was mind-breaking. And I was, like, <laughs> that was so, like, earth-shattering. So, that still left a huge impact on me. So, I would say Pokemon. Oh,
0: wow. That's fantastic. That's great. And then, um, do you find uh, uh, first-person shooters or rpgs uh more addicting
1: which one do you find more addicting i hate to admit this but i would say first person shooter (laughs) i i love rpgs don't get me wrong like maple story and all that but something about first person shooter i can literally be like for example with valorant i can literally play like the worst games of valorant for one day and then for some, and I'll i literally tell myself like, oh, I'm uninstalling. I'm never touching this game again. Right. I sleep on it, wake up, and then immediately I'm like, oh, maybe I should play Valorant today. <laughs> it, it's such an unhealthy cycle. It's literally like a toxic relationship. <laughs> so I, I I literally can't get out of that right now. I have a
0: quick question about about that. Is is I feel like you have such a a, a wonderful. Um, background in in sports and athleticism but also you know when when i when i listen to your story and i kind of hear a bunch of 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 different things there's a competitiveness you know
1: competitiveness that i think that is inherently uh Uh, i think it's always there Yeah, that's like one thing with sports that carries over is competitive nature yeah i think with sports, it was easier for me to be competitive. Like, like obviously, no matter what, I'm always going to be competitive, especially when it comes to like games or like sports. But for sports, it was a lot easier because like I'm competitive, but a lot of times I knew I was I would win because like, oh, well, I'm better. So right. I, I can win because I know I'm better. And it's like something I'm doing physically. So I can either like, you know, outsmart. Like with sports too, like having like a really strong game iq and understanding the game and everything that really you you at an advantage over someone who's just like overly athletic all the time right 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 but with with video games it's different because yes like i understand the game very well but it's a lot of mechanics as well and that's where i'm severely lacking so <laughs> even when i play i'm like I'm like, literally, like, thinking, like, these guys just have to do this, we win. But then I'm like, okay, I'll do it instead. And then I'll execute it, but my mechanics are not there. So I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, (laughs) we had, I had the right idea, but I just can't kill these people because my aim is legitimately terrible. So (laughs) that's why it's so difficult for me because I'm so competitive to the point where I'm like, I hate losing. So, like, even if I, like, losing for me, like, takes a very big, like, toll on me where it's like if I lose once it kind of carries over. Mm. Because I keep thinking about like, oh, what could I have done better this time or something. But yeah. I know that's interesting. It's harder for me to like actually like match my competitiveness with whereas in sports it's like, all right, even if I lose, okay, you know, they were better. That's fine. But like with video games, like I can never accept the fact that like, oh, they were better. they just right. got lucky like for me it's only yeah. like, oh <laughs> they got lucky they got lucky they caught me slipping, yeah that's just like you know my hands were cold so it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's the like, lights it, in my it, eyes yeah like, yeah someone was, know, it was tweeting my, my teammates head. were bad you know like <laughs> yeah. it's never my fault and no but a lot of times i do play myself but it's just like i think with video games it's harder to it's like it's not harder for me to be competitive in, it's just harder to match my competitiveness with like my um with my drive and like want to win versus with sports because sports was like like I said there's more control with what I can do like my body was I was able to control my body a lot better whereas the video game just like more technical movements that I never really right. like got to necessarily focusing on and I,
0: so I have a follow up question uh, to that uh, facts or cap is esports as hard as regular sports.
1: I would say facts. Yeah, so. um, and to kind of further explain to it, like what athletes go through every day and the mental, the mental game as well too, like heckling of fans and everything. Right. NBA players, NFL players, they put their bodies on the line essentially every year, and that is it's definitely it's definitely hard work. I think in a similar sense, esports with like the professional video game players, yes, it's not like a physical aspect with it that they have to really like train heavily on. Um, but from my understanding, a lot of pro player careers, they'll consider it long if it lasts six months or over. Wow. Whereas like typically the average pro career typically lasts from my understanding, like three to six months typically. Yeah. And that's because... It's every day they're looking at a screen every day. It's like game plans, scrimmages, um, mechanics, like hand practices, like a lot of people like have wrist problems and like hand issues. And I think that's one of the few sports where like if you have a bust, well, obviously like basketball, if you have like a busted hand or something. But like if you're like fingers are like sprained or you have a broken finger, you can still kind of play through it um but like with pro sports like every finger is needed the wrist movement is yeah 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 it's um so i think it's like both elements there's like different aspects of it but it's equally as training because like no matter what like to get to that level you have to put in like a significant amount of time like at the end of the day these guys are providing entertainment no matter what like it's just at an elite high level that only like the top one percent can do. So you have to give respect to esports players for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. If you could recommend a uh, an anime to me, which uh, what anime would you recommend?
1: These days, I've been very much. Uh, so I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to say any like major ones like Demon Slayer or Naruto <laughs> or one. No, no, no. Um, I think there's a one. There's a feel good anime that I watched recently with my girlfriend. Um, i think it's still ongoing right now but it's called teasing master takaki-san and what that anime synopsis is is essentially like if you were in middle school like you remember when you were like in middle school like oh like you know girls aren't like gross they don't have cooties and like you start kind of seeing them like oh wait like i could be friends with them and like the awkward stage Essentially, it just highlights the relationship between two students, and then one student has a crush on the other one, and then the main character, the guy, he's still, like, kind of quote-unquote immature, so he doesn't know what he feels, but he's like, oh, wait, like, he always hangs out with the other girl, and then, it's like, it's pretty cute. It's a feel good. It's a feel good anime. Yeah. A little oh, bit crunchy nice. here and there, but it's it's definitely, it's definitely <laughs> a good watch in my opinion. So.
0: Yeah, that's, a that's great. Oh, thank you for that suggestion. That's, that's wonderful. And we can watch it on
1: Netflix or. Uh, so currently season one, uh, season two is on Netflix, I believe. I don't know okay. where season one is. I don't know why I don't post it on Netflix. But yeah, that's strange. Yeah, but season two is on Netflix. Season one, my girlfriend and I, we watched it on a website called Billy Billy or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely a good watch. The episodes aren't long, so it's still like nice and short, but it's 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 pretty funny. So oh I very nice. That one or the other anime I would recommend is Disastrous Life of Psyche K on Netflix. Um it is absolutely I think that's like the one anime that I laughed every episode. <laughs> it is too funny. So I would recommend that if you want a really good laugh. So Disastrous Life of Psyche K and okay. Master Teasing Master Takaki San. Those are my two.
0: All right. I'm writing them down right now. Those are yeah. great. Thank you so much. Um Ernie, do you speak any other languages? Yes. Yeah, so
1: I am I in both Korean and English. Wow. So my parents growing up, they never let me speak English in the house up until I was five. Wow. So whenever and um, so like literally I was born in the U.S. But what had happened was in kindergarten, I didn't speak that much. And in first grade, when I moved to a new school, they saw that I couldn't speak English. So they would take they would put me in this ESL class. Mm. And and that was because my parents told me, like, you're only allowed to speak Korean in the house. Wow. So you couldn't practice at home. That's... Yeah. And then in school, like, I didn't really know that much English. So I couldn't, like, speak it either. I come to find out, like... Later, I thought I was born in Korea up until then, but then come to find out I was born in the U.S. Like, oh, wow. Interesting.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. And where were where are your parents originally from? In, in my
1: Korea? parents were uh, from Seoul. I think, my, no, my mom wasn't from Seoul. My dad was close by Seoul, I want to say. And my mom, I don't know exactly. But the reason why they moved to the U.S. was because my dad went to grad school in the U.S. So. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, Oh, that's cool. And uh, um, have you ever been to Korea?
1: Yeah, so I, I pretty much tried to, uh, my parents tried to force me to go every year. So. Oh, really? <laughs> Forced you to go? Okay. Yeah. And then, So, then... I'm like, in the beginning, it was cool. Like, oh, yeah, I get to travel, the airplane's fun, but I think as I got older, I'm like, oh, another 13, 14-hour flight. I hate oh. flying. It's literally a pain. Like, The worst feeling is, like, I would take it, I would, like, pull an all-nighter and then like, go on the flight, and then Passing I out. Pa- pass out, that I wake up and come to find out I still have, like, seven, eight hours left. I'm <laughs> like, I only, like, oh, damn, like, I only slept for half the flight. <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, that that's is tough. brutal.
0: When you're uh, streaming, do you do streaming on, uh, on schedules or are you more of a just like, hey, you know, you'll be notified
1: when I jump on, when I jump off? I try to keep a consistent schedule um, more so whenever I don't have, like, business trips. So I do travel a lot in business, like in my current job. So um, as of right now, it's kind of like sporadic where I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get as many streaming days in. But uh, typically, if I have like a few like few months, then I would try to keep a consistent schedule, just so that people know like okay, even if I miss one, there's another stream this day. If I miss this one, there's it's going to be on this day. It's going to be on this day. Um, the reason why I do it that way so that is because for me, I like to very much plan out everything ahead of time for my week, so I could work around my schedule. Like so, if my friends say like oh let's hang out like you know. Friday night, then I, well, I can't say I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, let's do it, and then like completely disregard stream. Um, and for myself personally, it's like it's not like I'm disregarding my friends. I just don't like going out that much. Many right? people tires me out, so I like to stay home as much as I can. Um, so that's like, that's my whole thing, but it just allows me to schedule everything out and then knowing when my, when I have my off days, like that's when I'll focus in on like, okay, I'll like edit some more videos for like TikTok or I'll like edit a video for YouTube or it's like all these kinds of things where I can plan out everything accordingly and it's based around my schedule where I don't feel like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed with it that I can't do where I can't handle it all.
0: If I could, and I apologize, I don't mean to keep, keep asking you too much. No, 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 no worries. I read your uh, incredible article on Valorant on the um, uh, All Ages of Geek website. What's, what's that relationship like? Are you constantly being tapped as a writer for, for different things, or are you submitting writing? How does that, how does that
1: work? So for me personally, um, what I've kind of started realizing within the writer community is that they talk a lot about indie games or sims. Right. Um, there hasn't been as many writers that talked about first person shooters and all that kind of stuff. And where my writing really comes from is just the stuff I want to write about. Um, typically, I'll just write it and then I would submit it to uh, my friend who's one of the co-founders of All Ages a Geek. And she would just read it over and then. Typically she likes the like, the stuff that I write because it's it kind of puts a I I think in my opinion it just adds a fresh um a fresh new like aspect to it that yeah a lot of people would typically not talk about. Um because with like anime stuff too, a lot of people would want to write about the main ones, like the new Demon Slayer episode, like the new Attack on Titan. Um Luckily for me, my girlfriend and I uh, yes we watch the mainstream animes, but at the same time, we watch a lot of like like smaller ones that a lot of people don't talk about either. and I th- and come to find out some of these smaller ones are actually pretty good and they're actually worth a watch. They just they just don't get the recognition that they deserve. so right it just works out for me in that regard because there's just more ammo into my I mean, like more ammo that I can put into like writing all these different types of things. Um, But with Valorant, it's just a lot easier for me to write about because I played it so much. I I follow the proceed way too, a lot more closely than I should be, like, honestly speaking. But (laughs) it's just the game itself, I enjoyed a lot. And I've developed a lot of knowledge about the game. It's just, like I said, my mechanics are just nowhere close to it. Mm. But um, understanding the game, understanding, like, the capabilities of each agent, and all this kind of stuff. I feel like it's definitely a game that I can see, like, getting big in the near future. Um, And for me, primarily, one of the biggest reasons why is because it's this whole aspect of representation. So I think with Asians or Asian Americans, especially living in the U.S., the hardest thing is that we don't get represented fairly in mass media. Mm -hmm. So... It's not until recently where we're looking at like, you know, BTS or like Squid Game or, you know, Parasite, like all these big movies that are run by like, like they had all agents or Shang-Chi even. Right. Um, It was like, okay, agents aren't as lame as they are. But back then it was a lot of like agents that are made as jokes. Um, Like the one guy on like American Idol, like Freddie Wong or Wang or something. Yeah. He was like, he was like terrible, but that's like the image that media had of us, where it's like, oh, this emasculated man, like he's not as like, you know, handsome or something like that. Like they're just, they're all Asians are like that. Um, and it's hard to see like representation being fair with us portrayed. But then when we talk about like video games itself too, it's like kind of tough because these main characters that we're talking about, like Mario and Link and, you know, Captain Falcon and all these guys, like they're all predominantly white. They come from like European backgrounds or something like that. And with Valorant, it's so different because every agent is technically like, in a sense, like a main character because who you choose to play as that is entirely up to you. But what's interesting about what Valorant is, but, What's interesting about Valorant is that there are so many agents that are being represented in different countries that a lot of games may not have thought to like represent. So we're talking about countries like South Korea, China, Japan, um, Germany, uh, like uh, Ghana. Mexico, obviously some in the U.S. because it is a U.S. made game, but it's just a lot of different countries. And I feel like it's really hitting on this point of like, oh, wait, there's like someone that's from my home country. Right. That's being represented in this game. But it's not like they're lame or anything. It's like, no, they're they're a badass gunfighter. They have cool stuff they can use and i think that's why it's become i think that's what drew in a lot of like non like professional players like some players some people are like big on the representation and that's like the biggest thing and the most recent agent that came out with neon it she's filipino it really drew a huge crowd within the filipino community because they're like wait holy crap like like she does, she has this and like, oh my God, like I was the same way and like all this kind of stuff. And people are starting to see like a personal connection with that. And I have to give Riot Games like a huge, huge like huge props for that because they could have just went like the standard round and be like, okay, yeah, this is what we do, blah, blah, blah. But like, they actually put it in detail for every single person. And it's like, now at the end of the day, it's like, oh, well, like it doesn't, it, they don't have any stereotypes of them. They're just saying, like, this is where they're from, but this is what their abilities are, and people are looking at it like, oh, this is fucking insane, like, I'm, my, my, like, the people from, like, this country, they're not as late, they're not lame, like, they're freaking badass like that each
0: country has a hero each country exactly. is is a cool exactly their cultures are all cool you know and exactly. let's, let's bring them let's bring them all together and let's uh let's fight for this you know yeah. for this side i'd love that that's that's yeah, amazing so
1: that's why i give riot games a lot of props for it as much as i say i hate the game but um it's it's definitely one of those things where i think it's really groundbreaking in that regard because a lot of the agent Uh, selections that people play as a lot of them are female and why i mentioned that is because some of the there's always like that sexism thing that goes on of course yeah of course always but what people aren't realizing is like the really like badass ones that people enjoy using they're all female and yet it's like that's the other that's the other element that i think that's fantastic making some
0: of the strongest characters female exactly and and being the most uh you know also the the most played is 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 amazing because they're like constantly choosing that let's uh um jet right jet is one of the one of the best
1: ones and she's female right yeah yeah so it's, it's like that it's like that kind of thing where it's not just a whole representation with like race but also gender gender as well and i think they really did a really good job about that Mm, granted like their community that that is something that needs work but there's nothing the game developers can do about that but um but just like the creation of the game how the agents were created and everything it's incredible because a lot of the quote-unquote male characters now granted there are some that are like pretty badass but if you look at it from the standpoint of when you look at these compositions, a lot of them are more so playing like the back end role where they're not the ones taking charge. It's right. not like they're the sidekick. Yeah, exactly in that situation. So that's why um I think it's an interesting, it's like a very interesting twist on it, but I still think it's a very it's a great twist on it because at the end of the day, they're just like showing us like it doesn't matter who you are. You just gotta be good. That's good. Yeah. Male or female don't matter. Like you just gotta be good at it. Just gotta be good. Yeah,
0: I love that. I love that. And then they they also create a playing field where each culture and gender can be represented. I, I think that's so wonderful. And it's wonderful to support uh, video games and, and developers that do stuff like that. You know, yeah, that's, easily. That's terrific. Where can people see you? Where would you like people to find you? What things would you like
1: to promote? Um so if you guys would like to see how I am in real life, you guys can check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash it's the G O. Um, or if you would like to see my life outside of streaming, you guys can check out my YouTube at Twitch YouTube um and it's it's the G You guys should check me out there. Uh typically on my YouTube videos, it's nothing related to gaming. It's just me talking about random topics. But it's uh, it's kind of interesting. So those are two places you could uh, definitely find me. At. Oh,
0: rock and roll, rock and roll, and uh, and uh, Ernie, um, are we? Uh, do you have? Um any preference as to as to what you like to be called and do you have an on online screen name or is it just uh, is it just ernie or
1: it's just ernie the reason why the username is it's g-o yeah Is because when i used to do music i used to rap so i used to call myself as my rap name g-o so i would always say before i rapped into any verse i'd be like oh it's g-o and that kind of stuck Now like fast forward, like after I quit music, I was trying to think of like a creative username that I can use. And I was like thinking, oh, why not just use what I used to say before like any of these like rap verses I used to do and then come to find out like people are actually like clicked with that and then they're like, oh wait, like isn't so much better than your name? Like, oh, this is GO, it catches, and I'm like, oh less. (laughs) <laughs> so that's why that's why like i kind of stuck with it but personally i mean i don't like it when it's not it's not that i hate it when people are like oh they call me by my um username it's just the reason why i say they can call me Ernie is because i also want them to realize like i don't see them as just someone who's watching me like i see you guys as human so like i would also like if you guys want to like feel like you like wanna have a personal connection or like you want to have personal conversation, personal conversations, just call me Ernie and then you know we'll be able to like you know talk from there. So um that's why I just tell people just call me Ernie, but the username is gonna be the, the way it is, just because I don't I think already right now people recognize my username a lot more than just me going with like Ernie. Um so yeah okay cool well that's that's great to know man i i uh
0: i, I just appreciate so much your time and your 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 uh, experience thank you. thank and all you your so stories. much for
1: having me on the yeah. midst of all these amazing people that you have on.
0: of course now you are part of the collective that is all these amazing amazing heroes we at heroes of gaming consider you a hero to so oh, many people you yeah especially us as a budding podcast as a budding streamer i say we because i I have a small team of volunteers that help me out you know really i can say personally you're one of the good ones so thank you for being so much yeah thank you for being out there and, and keep doing what you're doing man we'll keep streaming and following together and we'll catch up with you on the podcast later when we do our our season four
1: all right sounds good thank you so much for having me on